am a dream. You're a dream. Well, let me take a sip. Let's take sips of our coffee. Coffee sips. It's from Reykjavik, everybody. So Icelandic. I taste it. Right? Can you take the can, Viking in it? I can taste it. Do you know... This is not... Wait. We have to introduce ourselves. Are we recording? We're recording right cool. now. We've been recording this whole time. This is amazing. Not the whole time, but a bit oh. of time. Right. Okay. Well. Hey. I'm Cat Eves, and I'm a stylist. I'm Jenny Zagrino, and I'm a comedian. And together, we are... Gaudy Positive. Oh, yeah. We did it. Hey. We did it. So, uh, what's, this, what's this show about, Cat? Um, gaudy Positivity. Let's talk about what Gaudy Positivity means. Okay. It means that you are living your best life. True. Regardless of other people's rules. Excellent. And you're really just investing in the things that you love, regardless of whether or not they're weird. That's true. Because I feel like um, I feel like gaudy is always the start of some kind of movement, right? Like right. first people are like, oh, that's so gross. Yeah. Like, ew, gross. And then suddenly, 20 years later, you know, drag, which was seen as like this big gaudy thing, is now... So mainstream. Yeah. And in it, and people love it. Yeah. Like so, Versace. Yeah. Gaudy as hell. Right? Showgirls. My friend said Versace. Um, Dolce and Gabbana um, to her looked like a um, sad widowed Italian wife. Yes. Which to me is the best. Absolutely gaudy positive. Yeah. Yeah. Most gaudy positive. Sad Italian wife who's probably also like, I'm going to go have a sex with a someone. For making me less sad. Is that like Mario? No, and... this is my Italian wife. <laughs> I'm so sad. It's actually Princess Peach. We've never heard her talk. <laughs> it turns out she's just a sad Italian my wife. My husband, he went to war. He died. So now I just wear a lace <laughs> yeah. and, a, and other things. And, and then I cry and I drink espresso. Yeah. 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 You know what? So that's good. Actually, being a, a sad Italian wife doesn't sound so bad when you factor in the espresso. That's true. Yeah. The and the lace. Jacked up on espresso. And the lace. So yeah, so gaudy positive. Yeah. all Basically, all of Italian spot, uh, well, Italian like inspired architecture, style, all of that, pretty gaudy positive. Yeah. Gaudy, uh, anything like Spanish architecture and style, yes. I mean, that's where it started. Rococo. Rococo is hella yes. gaudy positive. Oh. Yeah. Let's talk about what is and is not gaudy positive. So okay. I would say like Donald Trump, not, not gaudy, gaudy positive. positive. Yeah. Nope. Like even if he like surprised us and wore like a pink paisley suit, I would still say that. Yeah. I'd be like, you're, you're trying too hard. Yeah. Also, you're a monster demon, but like. Right. I don't just, try so hard. Yeah. Well, it's not even that. I'm totally here for a pink paisley suit. I'm just not here for like. I just feel like colors would reject him, though, too. That's true. Like, the pink would just drain out of the suit, and it would turn into a frumpy blue suit. Like, it just would happen. <laughs> just a translucent yeah. um, void. Yeah. <laughs> it just turns into a void. Right, exactly. It's a walking black hole. Right. Yeah, no, I get it. But is He's m- like uh, the tree in um, Sleepy Hollow, remember? Yes. With all the blood limbs coming yes. out of it. However, even though she's also an asshole, I would have to say, I would have to say that like Ivana Trump, she's pretty gaudy positive. Wait, Ivana? His first wife. Oh. Ivanka yes. is like whatever, but Ivanka's dead to me. But yeah. Like Ivana was is super Yeah. E- no, I don't I'm not gonna give her any credit now, but no? back in the eighties. Yes. Woo! Kind of a style icon. Do you know that she got paid like two hundred fifty thousand dollars to have a son? 
No. Yeah, it was a contract. Trump, Man, I want that. Trump had contracts with her depending on like what she gave birth That might to. be the only way I would do it. Also gaudy positive. Um, I would say that like like lawn flamingos, very gaudy positive. Very. I live for the lawn flamingo. Right now in my bathroom, I have um, a removable wallpaper inspired by mm-hmm. Bobby from Queer Eye. Oh. Okay, so last night I was in bed. Um, I was looking at pictures of people from this pre-Emmy arts Emmy, whatever. We talked about it earlier. I don't understand, but I need to start understanding because mm-hmm. one day I will have to be dressed for these events. I'm going to do it. It's me. And you're going to do it. This is the really shitty thing is when you when it comes time and you're like, I hired someone else. No, I would never do that. I know you would never do I that. I wouldn't do I that. Know. Now, just uh, by I'm that time, you better contract. be talking to Christian Siriano. Christian Siriano and I are both from Maryland, and we have friends in common, but we never met. Well, you guys should meet. I know. And design a dress. I know. For me, It'll for my happen. Emmys next year, which is going to be on my vision board. Yeah, it's going to happen. So, um, but I was staying up late at night, um, dreaming about it, and I was thinking about the queer eye dudes, yeah. uh, who are my loves, and I was like, oh, if they all had like... Um, one attribute that like describes them as their superhero thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, um, tan is the French tuck. Yes. hundred percent. Like mm-hmm. everything is French tuck. <laughs> uh, Jonathan is uh, scrubs, just like face scrubs, just oatmeal <laughs> face scrubs. scrubs. Scrubs and platform shoes. Oh, and also, um, crop tops. Yes. Maybe he's more crop. Love a scrub and a crop top. Yeah. <laughs> scrub and a crop. I just made him a theme song. You're <laughs> welcome. Oh, that's Lupe again. <laughs> She's about to bark. Lupe does not like the. She's about to, to lose her I'm mind. Sorry. She was like, "How dare you say sorry, that about you Jonathan?" Want, do you need love? What she's need? about to start barking. I can hear it. I can feel it. Why? Lupe, stop it. Okay, she's good. Um, Bobby, black cabinets. Oh yes. He always paints kitchen cabinets he black. Is. Oh, you know what's so in right now? Just paint it black. <laughs> do you think Bobby? Okay, so one of the things I really appreciate about Bobby is that yeah. he and I both have that like ex-evangelical yeah, past, super Christian, where we're both a little triggered by that stuff. Yeah. And uh, I, but like his, since he does everything black, I think he's like secretly goth. <laughs> You've heard it here first. Bobby is secretly a Satanist. <laughs> He's That's like it. letting all his goth tendencies out on cabinets. <laughs> Listen, I might be blonde, but you just—I hope he paints it and listens to Morrissey while yes. he's doing it. Do you know he and I have another thing in common, which is that in addition to having the evangelical past, we were both in Christian bands. <gasps> he was in a Christian band. And he said it once in an episode, and I—I I have like searched high and low on the internet to try to find out who the band was because I guarantee I listened to them. He's probably had them all murdered. Oh, shit. To be honest. Hot take. I don't want that pass. Bobby from Queer Eye is a murderer Satanist goth. Who also paints cabinets black. All the black cabinets. That's yeah. where he keeps the bodies. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Nobody looks in the black cabinet. I could go cabinet. into such deep, perfect detail. Also, Bobby, I, really I like, love you so much. I know. I really like Bobby. He's so nice. I love nice. you so much. Um, this. And fun. you're an inspiration to my home every day. Um, and then... I would say Jonathan, though, is... Gaudy positive. Oh, he's so gaudy positive. Did you see what he wore? Oh, yes. To the Emmys? Yes. Oh, yes. What was the pre- What was it? It's the Creative Arts The Emmys. Creative Arts Emmys. It yeah. was, oh, if you guys didn't see it already, it was a um, mesh top and a skirt, and he looked gorgeous and fierce. Platform boots. Platform boots, and I loved every minute of it. Um, 
And it was, yeah, it was beautiful. And of course, right, so uh, Anthony, of course, says mm-hmm. avocados. Yeah, he's avocados. He's avocado. He's like, just cut it up and make a salad. <laughs> just drizzle it on something. Just do it. Wear just... it. Touch it. Squeeze it. Rub it on your face. This is a diet guacamole. A diet guacamole. I like, he did that. He was like, How would you make use... a diet guacamole? He used yogurt. Yikes. Okay. You know what? I don't think yogurt is very gaudy positive, you know, as I think about a it. A full fat 4%. Maybe like a fahe. Yeah, a Greek full. Mm-hmm. With the honey? I fucking with 0% fat. I'm not into it. The one with the honey? Ooh. Have you yeah. had um, That could Siggy's? be gaudy positive. No, I don't. Skier? I don't want to talk about oh yogurt. God, I love it. I'm not talking about yogurt. Okay. Yogurt in some forms, gaudy positive. Gogurt, very gaudy positive. Oh, 100%. Yeah. If you don't have one of those in your bag right now, you are not living your best life. If also, you might be lactose intolerant. If it's like a, yeah, that's real. Mm-hmm. If it's like a weird, like not really necessary version of something, I think that's usually gaudy <laughs> positive. Like, like, like go Light up shoes. Light up shoes are totally gaudy positive. And or, I'm here for that. Or the shoes that had the trampolines in them. Oh, right. Moon shoes. Moon shoes. Well, yeah. there's moon boots, which are 100% gaudy positive. Yeah. And I love moon boots. Mm-hmm. Owned a pair. Best mm-hmm. thing of my life. Then there were the tramp shoes. Yeah. Tramp, trampoline shoes. Whoa. Yeah. I always okay. wanted a pair as a kid, but being a fat kid. Yeah. It didn't you don't really go work. very high. No. No, you're just like, oh, this is just a regular shoe with a little more bounce in it. You know what, though? Skip it's definitely gaudy positive because oh. it's like basically like a really weird ankle bracelet. Oh, the one that went around your ankle? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It counted. I just hit myself. I just would love. It feels like, you know what, like we're in such a 90s revival yeah. stage right now. I would love to see some of those like 90s toys come back, but the way, like for millennials, <laughs> where it's like, we brought it back, but for adults, because you, none of you are, you're yeah. all children. You're all children. And it comes so. with an app to count how many times app. you yeah. skipped. And people are like, oh my God, you look so great. What's your secret? It's like, I'm on the skip it boot camp. <laughs> That's it. We meet every morning at 6 a.m. in Echo Park. Yeah. And we just skip it. Last. And last, but definitely not least, because he's absolutely the anchor of the show, is Karamo. I love, love Karamo. Karamo's attribute, bomber jackets. Oh, yeah. Bomber jackets. 100%. Yeah. And, and I they're would say gaudy that, as fuck. Oh, yeah. And sometimes not. But I think he's got a gaudy positive side. Yeah, I think he's pro gaudy positivity. I feel like he makes it gaudy. So, like, totally. I also feel like with gaudy positivity is you make the item gaudy yourself yeah. with your personality, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't, cause let's say you put a feather boa on just some dickhead out and about, you're gonna be like, ugh, no, that's not for you. But if you put it on the right person, yeah, that makes the whole thing. I don't know. I'd kind of argue that feather boas are for everybody. Like they're equal opportunity, gaudy, positive uh, motifs. That's is that the right word? I used it. <laughs> it's fine. Ensembles. Ensemble. 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 I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to disagree with you on this. All right. Because I think Gaudi comes from your heart. Yeah. No, that's fair. But then, like, Tu Wong Fu is, like, an entire movie of Gaudi positivity. Yeah. But. But they're actors. They're actors. Oh, right. That's not yeah, real Yeah, that's life. not real. You that know wasn't a reality real show? <laughs> Damn it. Where is that town? I want to go there and wear and, that uh, red dress. And what was it? Uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert? Oh, yeah. That's uh, not just road rules. No, it's. <laughs> 
That actually inspired road rolls, though. Did so, it? Yeah. Do you know what was not gaudy positive? Hmm. Something I watched this morning hmm. that enraged me, and I even took notes at parts hmm. of this show that hmm. infuriated me. Oh, I know what we're talking about. It was the Netflix show Insatiable. I told you, right? It I was, was like, it's like a drinking, like, you, it makes its own drinking game of horrible shit that such happens. such a nightmare. It. I only watched the pilot, okay? I you can't watch my, anymore. I got my phone to get my notes, because I took some notes. Okay, cool. Well, while you do that, I'm just going to talk about the fact that, like, I, as much as I love lots of things that Netflix does, I don't understand how Insatiable could have been the thing that they just, like, how did they see the pilot for that and decide, like... Yeah, this is something we should make. Just given that it's it literally is like a bingo card for all of the offensive things. And you know how like comedians will do that thing where they're like, I'm going to I'm gonna just try to like like nobody's safe. Everybody, I live on the edge and everybody is gonna be offended by what I do. I feel like that's what Insatiable tried to achieve, but like it was written by someone who was who was like drunk the entire time they were trying to offend people and none of it lands. It's so convoluted. It's the most convoluted storyline I've ever heard. Oh, it was... Okay, the storyline, first of all, on this thing, um, it's two completely 100% different stories and trying to sandwich in this story of the fat girl mm-hmm. into two stories that don't need it at all. It, and it's so... okay. I'm so angry. Um, number one, acting terrible. In oh, this the movie. acting is not supposed to be good in this movie. So I bad. And I like, just... all of our reviews were like, "It's supposed to be camp. It's supposed to be, but it's not camp. It's not camp. No, yeah, it camp just, is like yeah. crazy big. I would say this is definitely like Donald Trump wearing a pink paisley suit. Yes, it's that where it's like it's trying to be something, but it's yeah. actually just Donald Trump. Yeah, still, and the jokes were not funny. Yeah, jokes were easy. The jokes were so simplistic and and just, oh, it was so bad. It was so frustrating. Yeah. So, okay, here are some notes. I'm offended that anybody, it's like, there's lots of reasons why it's offensive, but the most offensive thing about it is just the fact that it's so terrible. It, it was so bad. Like, yeah. you know what? If it was good, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. I'll get behind this yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But it was just so badly written Bad jokes. No subtlety. Yeah, it was just like, yeah. like the, the, oh, just some of the lines. I wrote some lines down. Oh, good. Okay, so. Can you act them out, though? So, wait, number one. Okay. What kind of fat suit is she wearing? <laughs> like, <laughs> again, so, like, I'm not going to make judgments, but the fat suit was ridiculous. Yes. It didn't look like a body at all. Who was that Austin Powers character? It, <laughs> It's sort of like that. The guy who's like supposed to be Scottish. Yeah. And he's and it's a, it's obviously just him and a, Mike Myers in a fat suit. Yeah. It was kind of like the same quality of that. Yes, it was just. But even that one had like movement. Yeah. This one was just like really. Yeah. Like somewhat. It looked like a sumo suit that you uh, <laughs> fill with air. I was just like, who has a body like that oh my god and again i'm sure people are gonna at me about that but it's like it was just such a weird suit it didn't feel real it was such a weird fat suit to be wearing um the only part of her that was fat was her stomach and like the neck yeah and it was just like well you know fat goes other places it goes lots of other places yeah, yeah it was just 
the fat suit was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was so over. Um, and then also the fact that, okay, the fact that they only show her fat and she always has this face of just like, oh no. Yeah. Like every scene yeah. is her just being like, Oh no. Yeah, it's super weird. You're like, I you know, I don't know. My experience of being a fat teenager was like, I still smile. Yeah. <laughs> like I definitely didn't think about my even though I was uncomfortable in my body, I didn't think about my weight three hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Which is all that they show in this. Oh, that's all they show. I liked them they were like talking about how the first diet she went on, she was eight. Mm. Which I was like, Oh, okay, I've been there. Yep. I don't think we all remember. Totally. Five. I was in my first diet. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I was so stoked when I was like eight or nine years old and I got my tonsils taken out. I was like, I'm going to lose weight because I'm not going to eat anything. Isn't that so sad and it crazy? It is so sad. And then my mom, I was like, how much weight do you think I lost? My mom was like, like five pounds. And I was so disappointed. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> God. Fuck. Man, I hate life. Anyways, totally. so... Everything is terrible. So, yeah. So, uh, all it portrays is that when you're fat, you're a miserable person all the time. Yeah. That's all it showed is how miserable her life was. And also that she just, like, when she's miserable, she's like, give me those donuts. Which yeah. is not... That only became a truth for me when I was older. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't until my 30s where I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Give me the donuts. But Also, like, I had friends. I didn't have just one friend. Yeah. I had... Friends. Yeah. Like, being fat, you can still live a life. There like, wasn't anything else about her personality or anything yeah. as a fat person where you were like, oh, I could see how she might be a little too weird for other people and that yeah. might be tough. It was just like, she's just a normal girl who ha- who's like, I mean, I don't know, whatever normal means, but like, yeah. she's just a basic bitch who probably likes pumpkin spice lattes like everybody else and yeah. wants to fit in. Like, there wasn't anything weird about her. Yeah. That might have made her, like, an outsider. Oh, no. It's so weird oh. that you're fat. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. You have How no crazy. friend. Your only friend is a girl who has a crush on you. <laughs> so stupid. Okay, so, so... bad. Now, you told me I'm not going to like it, but I liked the character of Bob. And I liked Bob because I thought Bob had the most compelling storyline through, through all of the pilot. And again, I only watched the pilot. Yeah. Because I don't want to give more time to this bullshit. <laughs> but he had a very interesting, compelling um, storyline of, like, a straight guy who's super successful, who's mm-hmm. into pageants. I don't think he's actually straight, by the way. I know. He turns out to not be straight, which, again, is another, like, why? Yeah. Why? I know. Like, why? Why can't they? Why can't he? This is, like, they could have just called it, like, stereotype, the show. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like... Welcome to another episode of Stereotype. Yeah. We're not going to do anything groundbreaking with this show. There's, yeah. no, there's no real commentary on anything, although we think there is. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was definitely written by people who were not fat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So so his whole thing, I, I liked his and the, and the whole false accusatory thing. And I was like, okay, this, is, this seems more realistic to me of like something that could actually happen to someone and whatever. So his mm-hmm. thing was interesting. Um, then, oh, then the homeless person who punches her Mm -hmm. said these lines, no one cares about fatties or homeless people. Oh, no, no, no. This was, no, this was the dad. This was the, the dad of, uh, Bob's dad. Oh. 
said this because yes. to take the pro bono work, nobody cares about fatties or homeless people. Right. Said from a fat man. Right. A As wealthy fat man. Yeah, well, it's different when you're a rich guy. I, true. Everybody cares about rich guys. Yeah. And I just was like, that's the, that is A, the dumbest line, and B, just terrible, terrible writing. Like, yeah. Like, could you write more of like a Monopoly man? Right. Like, mm, no one hates, you know, no one cares about fatties and homeless people. Also, I'm going to the racetrack to bet money because I am very, very rich. I am a rich man. Hello. Please hand me my monocle. (laughs) Mm, I am an angry villain. Hello. Like, it was so Yeah, next we're going to talk about how monocles are totally useless and seems like they would give you weird wrinkles. Anyway. Yes. Right? (laughs) Just like one. Your 11s would be out of control. Yeah. so this was another, uh, just the dialogue is insufferable, mm-hmm. completely. Mm-hmm. Um, then this quote from the mother, it can't be easy looking like that and having a mother who looks like me. Oh, mom. Okay, I will say, <sighs> my mom has said things to me, and I love my mom, Yeah. but my mom has said things to me like, you're never going to have skinny legs like I do, which is true. Yeah. I got tree trunks. Yeah. But like, uh, that I'm... I've come around to being proud of. Like, I have very thick Viking legs. Yeah. But my mom has, like, little bird legs. Okay. She's, like, big. She's built, like, big bird. So, okay. like, but small. She's five, <laughs> she's five foot three or something. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I My mom used to say things like that to me. So, oh. that in itself wasn't, like, a super stretch, but the way that it was delivered still felt cheesy. Yeah, it was just, like, it was such a, a trope. To, yeah. ca- to build her character. It was such an interpretate. Again, it's like, this is how you know it's not written by fat people because there's no subtlety to it. Yeah. It's never like, it wasn't, there was no good context around it. Like, yeah. at least, like, when my mom would say things like that, it would be in the context of a larger conversation. Yes. You know? Yeah, it wasn't just like, hmm, I am mother and I have jealousy issues with my daughter. Also, I am my drunk. Like, it right. was right. It so just, ridiculous. There wasn't good and none of it was good. I also said this, uh, Alyssa Milano has weird arms. Oh, no. We can't be anti-body positive about no, arms. No, fuck it. <laughs> Wait, what's going her on? Her arms are just kind of weird. Oh, I don't know. I'm here for Maybe Alyssa it was the Milano's dress. arms. I'm not with you on this. Her arms are weird. I love her arms, whatever they are. They look they are. a little bit like They're probably Tyrannosaurus beautiful. Rex arms Aww. to me. <laughs> it could be the dress. But I also... I think it was the dress. I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it. You don't have to be on it. No. It's all right. Love I'm gonna. Those. I'm going to arm those. shake. T-Rex arms or whatever they are. I said that they were bad. They but just looked weird. I will say that we start to pick apart people's bodies more when there's something that they've done that we don't like. And, and that's you the thing. It's well, like, I was pretty disappointed that Alyssa Milano was involved in this at all. Yeah. Like, it's like I said before, like, I, you know, if people made fun of my weight, if they were calling me fat or whatever, it was usually in the con- the context was usually that I did something to piss them off. Yeah. Not that I... That's a... <laughs> That was some victim blaming shit right there if I ever heard it. But I mean, like, uh, I it's guess my fault. It's yeah, my fault. it was my fault. I mean, and a lot of not always, but in plenty of scenarios, it was. Yeah. You know, but you know, I think it's the same kind of idea. Like the fact that Alyssa Milano was in this show at all really had me feeling like, what's wrong with you? Like yeah. I just I looked at her so differently after seeing this, and I, I know like a paycheck's a paycheck, but you know, like. That script could have only gone through so many revisions to get to as terrible as it is now. 
before she still said went yes, through. You know? Yeah. God, Netflix is endless money. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, okay. What was this one? Um, oh, the, so the, uh, two lines from Bob, mm-hmm. pretty girls don't have to settle. Which I guess is, um, I know lots of pretty girls who believe that. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, it's like on the one hand, you're right. You shouldn't settle. Yeah. But on the other hand, that's like, oh, fat people should. And yeah. I actually know lots of fat women who do. Yeah. And I, I've been guilty of that myself where it's like, well, this is the best I can do. Yeah. You know, and I've known lots of other like fat people who have felt the same way in their dating life or whatever it might be. Oh, yeah. There's total because we're taught that we have to because we're, yeah. not, we're not, you know, society reinforces pretty that. that we don't get all the things that we should get. So yeah. that was like, I was like, all right, Bob. The other one was, um, uh, oh, his whole thing about like, I used to be fat. And now that you don't have oh. that line of defense. Yeah. Skibbity bop, bop, boop, bop. Pretty girls don't have to settle. Boobity boop boop bop. Yeah. I, that whole thing was so weird that like skinny girls don't have to settle or pretty girls don't have to settle, which I guess he meant, you know, like interchangeably. Yeah. But also that, you know, I used to be fat and that life was miserable and now things are great. It's, that's the whole fucking thing with this show is... Like, your life can start yeah. once you get skinny, and you can murder people. Right. <laughs> You'll still be adorable. Right. Now, like, the creator of the show has said, like, oh, I used to have an eating disorder, and I'm not advocating for this and that. And it's like, but you but it's didn't not about write eating that disorders. show. Yeah, that yeah. show is, this is not about eating disorders. Right. This is about being fat. I wonder if she was fat with an eating disorder. She didn't seem that way. I know it's like it's a weird question, but she it's didn't still outright, it matters. It's a, it does matter. She didn't outright say that she was. Yeah. So that's the question, I guess. But it is it is one of those things where you know this is probably one of the grosser examples I've seen of a creator trying to defend their work with their qualifiers. Yeah. Because she's like, as a queer woman, you know, and it's like. I don't care actually in this yeah. case. If you're if you are a queer woman who wrote this piece of garbage, then like your qualifiers didn't save you. Yeah, you just suck. Yeah. This just sucks. And people be like, oh, you're hating on women. No, no. I'm not. Yeah. This sucks. If it was a guy, I'd be like, it sucks. Whatever. I don't it is. think you're hating on women because I don't think I don't think that <laughs> she was loving on women with this show. Was, ugh. Okay, then obviously the character's name Fatty Patty. Yeah, I know it's too easy. It's so easy. Um then she said that the that Pat, fat Patty was in her like a demon. Oh my god. At one point. Yes. And yeah. I was like, oh yeah, because being fat is means you're demonic in some way. Well, yeah, it's like it's a it's um a plague that comes up on your house. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But then, so then, this is the big problem with it, is it says it's camp, but it's also trying to fill in all these, all this wisdom, right? Yeah. And there was this one line that was like, where he's like, you're telling all those overweight girls when they see you that they don't have to sit and take it anymore. And I'm like, but no, she's not. No, she's not because she's not fat anymore. She's not fat, and she's saying how much better her life is. Right. So you're actually just telling 
overweight teenagers who see this, right. your life doesn't begin until you lose weight. And when you yep. lose weight, you can fuck as many people as you want. You can kill people if you want. Right. You can do all the bad shit you've always wanted to do. Yeah. Just be fat and kill people. Who I cares? mean, that's basically what she's saying is like, you're right. This is wrong. But also, if you're thin, reality is life is easier and people are better to you and you can get whatever you want. And it's true. It that's is so true. Horrible. But it's like, we don't need that show. Yeah. How like, she says, remember like how she's a, she will a role model for girls who struggle with their weight. What do you mean you'll be a role model for girls that struggle with their weight? Your jaw got wired shut. Right. Right. That's how, how you that? got skinny yeah. is your jaw got wired shut. Right. So, ugh. No. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I'm a role model because I got punched in the face and my jaw got wired shut and then and then I lost a lot of weight because I literally couldn't eat. And now I'm a eat. role model. <laughs> yeah. This is, I, I had a, an inflicted, a violence inflicted eating disorder and yep. I am your hero. And now look, look at me now, ladies. Yeah. Come on, young teenagers. This could be you. Hey, you feel. Stand up for do yourself. Do you feel bad about yourself? Well, go get punched in the face. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that like if the creator were sitting at this table right now, she would be like, that's not what I mean. And it's like, well, too bad. That's what's pe- what people take from it. Once you put Ugh. art out into the world, it is for everybody to judge as exactly. they see good. It's not yours anymore. No. Also, she has dead Disney eyes. Debbie Ryan? <laughs> yes. Aww. She has very dead inside Aww. Disney child star eyes. I just feel really like weird about that whole thing. The idea that like this... I know that I've had these debates with lots of different people about representation and things like yeah. that. But like... I understand that you need to have a thin actress play that role... So that she can like be thin, since she's yeah. she's thin more in the show than she is fat. Yeah. But um, at the same time, she does. There's nothing about that actress that screams to me like, "Oh, she knows. She knows she, what this is like." A, she doesn't know. But B, no. she probably knows way more horrors than we'll ever know. Oh God! Being a Disney star. No kidding. Oh, you know what? Like I said, she's whatever. Her acting was atrocious. Yeah. Terrible, but she's got a cute little face. Also, okay, the fake eyelashes on her. Oh, yeah. And the makeup on her. Like, when she gets skinny, her makeup and hair, I'm like, bitch, no. Yeah. No well, one no one knows how to do their own hair and makeup like that at 16. No. Suck my dick. That's fair. I was very I was very upset. That's I'll, fair. I probably will watch another episode. Yeah, don't do it. It's sad. But just to get more mad. I just think, like... You know, here's the thing. The other thing about this is um, there's been a lot of debate about whether or not characters need to be likable, especially women characters. But there's not a likable character. There's not a sympathetic character to be found in this show. I know you said that you kind of feel that way about Bob. Maybe the friend who's who's gay, who's like sort of in the closet. We're not entirely sure who is clearly in love with her. Yeah, maybe. But even she's got some weird... Things where she's not a real character. Like, there's nothing about her that feels real. Yeah. Because they make her into this sort of, like, almost slightly lecherous friend. Yeah. Where she's, like, kind of objectifying her friend because she's got a crush on her. And I'm just like, that's yeah. just not how it works. Which then you're putting weird stereotypes on, on, on lesbians. Gay and yeah. And gay. And then. Yeah. So then when she's like, we should celebrate by making out with guys that we like. Yeah. <laughs> but also us. Yeah. Can you tell? Like. I know. That line. And then the line where her mom's like. Obviously, know that you're obsessed with her, and then she's like, "Oh, stop eating that chip! You know you're swallowing a lot more than usual." I'm oh just my like, God. "Who the fuck says that?" I know. Like this should be. Ugh. I mean, I've definitely had people tell me to stop eating, but not like that. 
The other thing too. It's a lot of swallowing. <laughs> oh my God. You know what I just realized? What? Okay. So earlier I was like, it feels like it's written by like somebody who's drunk who has like, <laughs> I just realized what this is. Like all of every joke and pun in that show was definitely like quote unquote written by a people, a group of people who sat around after getting really wasted and just like listing off puns. Oh my! You think in the writers' room That's they were it. like, "This is shit," but we're getting a paycheck. Yeah, let's get fucked up and ride. Yeah, and they got they they did it on like skinny margaritas. Oh, of course, skinny you know? girl vodka. Skinny girl vodka. <laughs> That's what Vodka's it was. Vodka's keto. Is it? Yeah, it's made of potatoes. How does that work? It's. Okay, it's first of all, it's ridiculous for anyone to think like, um, oh, I'm gonna go on this really crazy diet, but I'm still gonna be able to fucking binge drink on whatever. Oh, I've known those people, and it's yeah, so. St- I mean, I have my whole issue way. with all of diets, but also this idea of like, oh, I'm gonna diet be and be really crazy, but then also binge drink and yeah. and whatever. Fucking don't drink, just don't drink. You know what? Where's that show? You know what? Maybe Insatiable, the writer, should just go on to write another. <laughs> show about keto and drunk people drunk keto people (laughs) it'll probably make more sense than insatiable we'll just just make it right now we're gonna write it right now hey dude are you on keto yeah i'm on fucking keto oh are you insufferable to be around definitely bro oh i know some nice keto people i got scared just then i was like no judgment but i love you keto people but i did keto for two and a half weeks because i was like i feel like garbage maybe i'll feel like less garbage everybody says they feel so great so I did it for, I don't even know if it was really two and a half weeks. Maybe it was a week and a half. Yeah. I was a miserable bitch. Yeah. I hated it. I was mean to people. My everything, my body was upset. And like, I, rem, I mean, I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't mean, but I was definitely like, I'm dieting, leave me alone. You know, like I was just so <laughs> mad about it. And I was like, why am I even doing this? I hate myself for doing this. Why? And so finally I was like. Fuck it. And I went, yeah. I ordered a pho and it came to my house. Pho's so good. And I was so nice and happy again after oh, that. Oh, I love pho. I might have some pho later. Yeah. That sounds great. But like, that's the thing though, is like there are, I, for some people, they love it and it feels like a good lifestyle to them. Like more power to them, I guess. But yeah. I don't want to be in this scenario where I, it feels a little like, like, uh, it becomes like a religious thing. Yeah. And you're just like, I don't want your Scientology. It's all, it's all stuff to just make money. That's all it all. Yeah. It all, that's all of it. And that's a whole, again, a whole other episode. Yeah. But insatiable, uh, no gaudy. Trash. No good, no gaudy. No, um, not the good kind of trash. I want to take a poop on it. So yeah. like the old fashioned triumph, the insult comic dog. Yeah. It is I- good. For me to poop on. It is good for you to poop on, and it's also good for a drinking game of, like, embarrassing things. We should do, we should write the yeah. insatiable drinking game. Yeah, it's a bingo card of, like, <laughs> wow, that's embarrassing that that writer created that. <laughs> and Netflix greenlit it after Every a time pilot. they say fatties, <laughs> take a drink. Jesus. And it's anti-trans, and it's homophobic, and I think there's some racist things, and, I mean, it's just, like... I know they're trying to do that whole edgy, like, nobody is safe, but it doesn't work. None of it lands. Yeah. Like, are you supposed to feel something for the homeless guy at any point? Because you definitely don't. He's was, just a dick. Yeah, it was like, oh, he's homeless. And then he gets, oh, also she wants to fuck him as revenge? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Maybe if she was like, I'm going to suck his dick and then bite it off for revenge, mm-hmm. I'd be like, you go, girl. Yeah. You get it. You binge on that dick, okay? Oh God. 
that I'd be like that'd dope. be like kind of an interesting like Jennifer's body I've always thought thing. about that not yeah. gonna lie fellas if you're listening to this every time I've had your wiener in my mouth I've <laughs> thought about biting it off it's natural every time <laughs> It's so, it's just, they're, they're so vulnerable. You yeah. Know? It's so cute. Just oh, God. A little power play. Is it cute? I don't know about that. Biting wieners or wieners in general? I'm not sure I think what wieners I'm asking. are adorable. I don't know what I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> I just well, picture dick noses, that's all. And then oh. it's like, is that adorable? Uh, not, dick noses. I'm not no. sucking a nose. <laughs> Currently, I'm not sucking anything. I'm very upset about it. Oh, uh, well, you know, you are going to Tampa, so. I am going to Tampa. <laughs> I'm gonna get some of that Trump dick. Trump dick. All that right. that I would that I would uh, I would suck a Trump supporter's dick. So and then just bite it off. Absolutely, I don't even. Want and then nowhere and near then me. And then I throw it in their face and be I like, I do not want that level of like. And be like, suit. this is for her. Look, I don't want that level of like polyester suit dick anywhere near my. I'll just body. be like, I'll be like, oh, sorry, officer, I was spooked like a horse. <laughs> like a horse. I got spooked. I just felt I was terrified by their anti-feminist agenda. Yeah. Um, I also want to talk just like on a real serious note what? about what made me more gaudy positive today than I was in previous years. What? So like I've been a stylist for five years, right? But yes. I the last two years when I moved to LA, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go. I'm not doing like this office shit anymore. I am going to go out and live my best life and be myself and yeah. be a stylist. And you know what? Like this whole live your best life thing is very overrated by the way. Oh, the living your truth. <laughs> yeah. Live your truth. But also like, just remember that you'll have to pay your bills at some point. And, um, being an artist is crushing, but, um, <laughs> But the happiest I've ever been in my life. But also, forget everything else. Right. Uh, well, it's Grind, just, grind, grind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because entertain. Oh. oh, I know. I'm Lupe is mad because you're not manifesting correctly right now. Yeah. Lupe, I'm sorry. I'll I'll tell her that she's got to put her rockets of desire. It's because my foot got a in little a close way. to her. Did- yeah. <laughs> I don't think I touched her, but I got close to her. So yeah, so I was like in an office. I wasn't getting to like where I wasn't getting to live my best life. Yeah. So coming out to LA and being like, fuck it. I'm just going to do this full time. We're going to try to make a go of this has been like a real journey for me in being able to rediscover like, what would I wear day to day? And one of the weird things that happened right before I left, and trust me, it sucked. And there's still things where I'm like, oh, shit, was that stolen too? My car got broken into and my window got smashed in San Francisco the night before I left. Yeah. So the night before I moved, you know, my car's packed up with like all my clothes, which is a significant amount of clothes. Yeah. And uh, I go to uh, an event or whatever and I come back to my car and the window smashed. So I lost like at least a third, maybe more like half of my wardrobe. So they took your wardrobe? They took my clothes. Yeah, my car was just filled with giant bags of clothes. That's crazy. Yeah. That so. also that also is okay, I'm gonna spin this. We're spinning gaudy yeah. positive vibes on this, okay? Yeah. That was the universe yeah. telling you you need to get the fuck out of here. Totally. Get out of here because more destruction will happen. Right. Well, I also felt like it was like, you gotta start you're going to get slate. hot in LA. It's 106 degrees. That's probably true. And you're moving from San Francisco 
none of these sweaters are going to Was it all sweaters? For- no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was like some really fabulous dresses and things that were stolen. But it's and okay. jackets. I had like a whole selection of jackets that I had started customizing and they were all in there. Uh. So I lost a lot of denim jackets, but um but, you know, it was a blessing in a weird way because I got to rebuild my wardrobe yeah. around like a much different climate. And an L.A. world. Yeah. Right? L.A.'s fashion is going to be way different than San Francisco. Yeah. And the universe was like, you got to get ready for it. Yeah. But so I, I also go. think like, you know, it allowed me to be a little bit more gaudy positive because I got to go out and like see, okay, well, what do I like now? What's my style now? And it's yeah. taken me a little while to figure that out because it was like, Oh shit! I don't have to like play by someone else's rules anymore. Yeah. I can dress however the fuck I want. Well, it's it's also I think um, once you do start like for me being self-employed and especially being on stage a lot, I have to think about uh, wardrobe and I yeah. have to build a brand with the wardrobe. Yeah. Too. So it's like. I love wearing vintage clothing and vintage yep. fashions, but that's not my brand on stage. No. So I have to like finesse it and figure it out. And yep. that's been, it's been a little bit of a a struggle. I'm not going to lie. It's been like hard to find what my brand is as far as kind of day-to-day stuff. I'm also incredibly lazy. I don't want to like. <laughs> dr- that's like, real talk. Like I want to pack as light as possible to yep. my destination. I want to take one dress and that's all I'm going to wear on stage. For three shows. Yep. And I want to do all my makeup, but I understand living here, I have to do it. That being said, I've worn gym clothes for the last three days. <laughs> I have not gone to the gym yet. Okay, what? so that's real though. Okay, so like when I was in high school, I was an intern at this record company, yeah. um, Foul Records, which yeah. it's F O W L. And I was like, Like a chicken? Yeah. Ooh, and it was owned by, I'm a glad chicken. you said that because it was, it was owned, owned by Jimmy's Chicken Shack. What? <laughs> yeah, whose songs you've definitely heard. They had a, single, a couple singles out in the 90s. One was called Dropping Anchor. Yeah. Dropping Anchor. I'm not going to sing it. No. I was going to sing it, and then I was like, I don't actually know the words except really, for Dropping Anchor. So. I really wanted you to pull out some dropping. good chicken puns Yeah, it does, in these his songs. His voice doesn't sound like that either. Yeah, like no. A, um, it was a white guy with dreads, though. lover. Yeah. Oh, right. Or a yeah, two no. birds of a feather. Yeah, no. That would be another... Fun punk song. You know what? There was this song that they had, though, that was called, I don't remember what it was called, but it was like, uh, you wanted a string of pearls, but all I got you was this uh, string of flowers from the trash can. (laughs) I was like, is that a real, I feel like that's a real scenario. Like, who wrote that? Well, I know who wrote that. Do you want to, what would be a chicken emo band? A chicken I have, emo. I already have it in oh my no, head. you just need to say it then. Fuck New off. Pecking order. Oh. <laughs> I think just like pecking order. Like somebody is. I don't has know why the pecking had to be there. Yeah, no, it does. The it pecking has to order. Peck the pecking order. Yeah. Yeah. New pecking order. New pecking order. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really good pun. I'm going to think of more. <laughs> I'm really. Okay, you keep dropping them in. Just little, I'm gonna drop little them Easter in. eggs, if you will. On Fell Records, there was an artist that was like local to Maryland, and she was like, she's like a lo- like a local celebrity, and her name yeah. was Mary Prankster. Yeah, and she performed. She had a really great logo. Oh, it was so awesome! And she, oh, Lupe's got well, thoughts Lupe's on this. Lupe's a fly. Oh no, Lupe's gonna get that fly. Um, so Mary was like, you know, like a local celebrity, and she was this punk rock chick, and she would wear like 
red glitter stuff. You know, like yeah. she just was like a little bit glam, whatever. Um, she came into the office one day and she was like no makeup on, you know, and just basically like I would not know the difference between her and like like my friend's mom, yeah. you know, like it was such a weird, startling thing for me to see her in like basic ass, like yeah. 1990s. Like I, I'm sure she wasn't actually wearing this, but in my memory of it, she's wearing like a, like a sage wool sweater and some clogs, you know, <laughs> like she just walked off the set of Northern Exposure but or I see something. It. I totally yeah. understand. And I was just like, I was like, this is not, so you're a character on stage. That's who you are. Like it was, you know, very different for me that she didn't like live the life. And she probably did in some sense, but it was also like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. I'm, like I'm a grown ass woman. I can wear whatever I want. Yeah. But I, I used to do this character when I did burlesque called Liz Fang. Mm. who basically what I would do is I would just go to a Goodwill and just find the most ridiculous things I could find. Yeah. So like one point I wore a kid's unicorn costume. Yeah. So, but cause it was so short on me. It was like little shorts yep. and I had this wig and crazy makeup and I would just be this character and it was so fun to do that. And then afterwards I would come out people wouldn't know who I was. <laughs> and I like relished in it so much of like no one knows. That's your that's your little secret. My little alter ego. I was, like, I was pretty cool. I was pretty awesome. I was pretty cool. I yeah. was never cool. I was always what do you like mean you were in Christian. Punk I was in bands. a Christian punk band. And, yeah, and looked at Delia catalogs. Yeah, I I think I had like kind of cool taste in a way. Like yeah. I definitely think I, I'll listen to back to like music I listened to at that time, and I'm like, yeah. wow, this is actually pretty good outside of like POD, of course. Yeah, but I wasn't like like. I, nobody was necessarily like picking on me. Well, sometimes, yeah. sometimes, sometimes they were. I don't think I got picked on. I was somewhere in the middle. There's like this. Nobody talks about it, but it's like there's the popular people, and then there's like the people who get picked on mercilessly, and then there's like everybody else in the middle. Yeah, I feel like oh, this will this will go into our talk of uh, a new show that is out on Netflix that is enraging me. Hmm. Um, but like I was a fat kid and I didn't really get picked on. And I feel like, yep. I feel like that's kind of an unsung story. <laughs> Lupe, Lupe I'm wants now. to eat this fly so hard. This like unsung thing of like, sometimes you were just fat in school and no one cared. Yeah. I mean, I think that like, I definitely, if I look back at it, I am so certain that people called me fat behind my back. Yeah. Like, and I also know that, like, if I upset someone in some way, fat was, like, the first place that they went. Yeah. If they but were going to insult me back. they do that for everyone. Like, yeah. fat is just the conversation ender. Yeah, but if you're actually fat, then it's, like, yeah. it hurts more. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. I actually can't say because I was never not fat, so I could never be like, wow, it hurts less when you're actually thin. It doesn't work that way. Didn't work that uh, way. I did go to fat camp, though, after. Me too. You did? Wait, yeah. what camp did you go to? Camp Camelot. No shit, so did I. No, you didn't. I did. At Brandeis University? No, mine was at, whoa, weird. Was there more than one? Yeah, mine was at Brandeis University. No, mine was in Millersville, Pennsylvania, which is actually where my family is I think they did have two. Come. They had wow. two. I went to that one because my mom lived in Boston. We got to talk wow. about this shit. This is the thing. This is so weird. So we just found out that Jenny and I not only have matching tattoos, yeah, by the so- way, but matching fat camps. <laughs> When did you go? I went, I think I was going into seventh grade. So I was 12. Yeah. And I went, I remember so distinctly, this is um, 
my one little thing about it. Well, first of all, it was, it was looking back at it and I'm like, oh, garbage. Um, but my roommate was the daughter of one of the producers of Austin Powers. Oh, I had that. My, not my roommate, but one of the girls in my like group, because you yeah. know it was by like age or whatever, was her dad was the director for all the Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen movies. Yeah. Was she a bitch? Um, she was troubled. She definitely wanted to be like the hard girl from yeah. Manhattan. <laughs> and she had, she, I, I know that she had a cutting problem in yeah. hindsight, which is not funny, but like she had all these scars on her arm and she claimed that she got into a knife fight. How old were you? Um, I, it was right before high school. So I think I was 13 cause I have a late birthday. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. I, this girl was a complete bitch. Um, and most of the girls there were, I will say yeah. that most of the girls were, Yep. a lot of them were super wealthy. Yep. Like I actually couldn't go on some of the field trips cause I just didn't have money. Oh wow. Which was like another added to the shame of like, not only I was fat, but wow. I was poor. Uh. So, and I remember there were girls there too who were not fat at oh, all. Oh, 100%. Who were just going through puberty. And the worst part is like, I think the cutoff age for it was eight years old. Yes. And there was one eight year old there and she wasn't fat. Yeah. That was the weirdest thing to me. And everybody felt that way. They were like, why is this eight year old here? And so yeah, we had one, a 10 year old that was there. It's so oh, weird. She was such a cunt too. Oh no. So this girl was 10. She already had her period. I did not at the time. Oh wow. And this girl was the biggest 10 year old cunt I'd ever met in my entire life. Oh, no. She was mean. She stole shit from me. Mm-hmm. Her feet smelled like dead people. Like when during way time, <laughs> well, they would that's make why she her. Was mean. Oh my god, she was such a monster child. Oh no! And then there was one girl. Sorry, I just have so many fun stories. Yes. Who, I love her so much, and I'm so sad that she left early because kids were mercilessly teasing her. But she mm. loved Cats, the musical, mm. and she would put on the face paint. Wow. Every day. Wow. And it was summer. That's fucking gaudy positive as shit. This bitch was gaudy Where positive is she as now? fuck. I Where hope she's now? around. If you if you hear this, I love you. And I'm sorry, kids oh were mean God. to you. So what she would name? do it. Do you remember? I don't remember. Damn it. But she would wear the makeup. But then we'd be like, you know, you work out for eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. So we'd be out in the field and the makeup would just melt off her face. So oh, we would no. be like in the field. Oh, no. And she would just look like the screen painting. Just no. like. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. And you and sweat were all day. so mean to her. Oh, I bet. I mean, that's hard. You sweat all day. You do. So here's the thing. If you're wearing like cat's makeup <laughs> and you're sweat, I mean, literally they work you. If you've never been to fat camp. Yeah. It was like, girl, for the next eight weeks. Don't put on your cat's makeup. You're gonna work, you're gonna sweat for eight hours a day because you're gonna exercise for eight hours yeah. a day. Just go put it on. Wait, just wait eight weeks. Yeah, go home. Fucking Mr. Mustafa tees it oh up as much gosh. as you want. Mr. I like that you just made it into like a porn name, uh, Mr. Mustafa Is it Mr. Mustafa Mr. Mr. Mustafa I'm sorry, but Mr. I don't know my Mustafeles. cat's trivia. I've actually never seen it, and I know that. All but alone I like in the movie. Oh yes, that song though was was the shit. 
Yeah. It's Tell, a good song. You can't listen to that song and not cry. That song is gaudy positive. And then she dies and gets an alien takes her. Well, sh- I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Well, an alien takes it. that cat. She just spoiled it for all of us who haven't <laughs> seen cats now. So that's Look, rude. it's been on Broadway for 27,000 years. Go no figure spoilers. it out. spoilers. You guys want to know what happens at the end of Hamilton? <laughs> You'll never guess. Let me tell you how Titanic works out. Um, this is so crazy. We both went to fat camp. So yeah. Like, okay, so actually, let's talk about that, though, because I went to fat camp, you went to fat camp. It, I have actually said that, like, since I moved to L.A. and have been around the... I wouldn't say that I'm a part of the plus-size community. I would yeah. say that I'm friends with a handful of people in it. adjacent. And, yeah. But I have felt, at many times in the last two years, like, they're big reminders of being in fat camp, where it's, like, the super, super... Wealthy girls were the ones who like had the most clout. Like they were the most yeah. popular. I also remember there was a girl who was definitely not one of the more wealthy ones who Oh, so this is another weird fucked up thing. So yeah. the founders of Camp Camelot sent their son there in the summer. And he's not fat. Yikes. It was sort of just like free camp. Why don't you go do that <laughs> shit? Go hang out with the fatties. We don't want to be around you. Go. Go help. It's like he was like a de facto, like a like a like a free camp counselor. Yeah. You know, like go go run with the fatties. Get them running. Yeah. You know. And also, so, can we just say what a um, misleading name for a camp? Camelot. Camp? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we what were is like, that I'm name? Going to about? Fantasy world. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, weird. So he, so they sent their son and he and I were like the same age. So he was in the boys group that was like the other side of mine. Right. Yeah. So, um, we all would like hang out together in the evenings. Yeah. At, which you did nothing. You just like hung out in the parking lot of the dorm. Mine was, I think what mine was girls only. Oh, was it? Oh no. Ours was Maybe. definitely both. I don't remember. I'll tell you right now that the thing that sold me on going to camp Camelot was that they put a hot guy in the promo video. Wait, a hot Chubster? He was like, well, he wasn't fat anymore. Okay. He was like a hot muscle surfer looking dude. <laughs> Who was with like, like I a used necklace. To be fat. Yeah. He and was like, he was like totally the spokesperson for yeah. it. He was like this hot surfer looking dude who probably wasn't a surfer at all, but that's the way I remember it. Yeah. And he had a bowl cut, which was hot at the time. So Oh yeah, this was yeah. 90s. Yeah. So I was just like, fuck, is that guy gonna be there? I'm sure I didn't say fuck, but that was like <laughs> Because I was a Christian. You were like, whoa, a really good Christian Jiminy girl. Cricket. Jiminy. Actually, my grandmother used to say that. Jeepers crow. <laughs> um, what a hottie. Um, so, yeah, with a body. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, I thought like, oh, my God, what if he is there? And then I'll have a, like a summer fat camp romance. But the other thing was when I went into it, like I always called it weight loss camp. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to go and I'm going to be around all these other kids who struggle with the same shit as me. And it's going to be, I like had this like fat utopia in mind. And then I got there and like, I think it was like within the first hour I heard somebody call it fat camp. And I was, it was like somebody just literally put a pin (laughs) in my balloon. I was just like, this is going to suck, isn't it? So I was there for five weeks. I think the total you could be there was seven. Yeah. But the son of the founders, um, was there and like would flirt with the with the fat girls and dated fat girls because like that's what he was around all the that's time. That's what he was around exactly. So if they were like looking for their son to go find some other thin girl, they <laughs> failed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Good. really like welcome to the dark side, Good. you know. But I hope I hope they have like little fat babies. Well, the thing is that the girl that he dated though was like a cunt. She oh, was course. this girl from Cleveland. She rich. 
Probably. She definitely, here's the thing is like, everybody wanted to act like they were from like the tough part of town, but I'm like, your parents are paying for this camp that's like $5,000 for the summer. Like you have something. Yeah. And I didn't have, I I didn't come from money, but my grandparents had like saved like motherfuckers, which nobody in any generation before or after us will do. (laughs) And so they had money set aside that they could put towards it. And that's how I went. Yeah. Um, and I remember asking one of the dudes from like, he was from, he was from Orange County. I think I was like, do you have, are you rich? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I mean, yeah, I think everybody who's here is. (laughs) That's the weirdest thing. I was just so like, is this a thing? Cause I just, yeah, dude. But like, there was like a prince from Saudi, there was a Saudi Arabian prince in my age group. We had a girl who's like, my best friend is Lindsay Lohan. And this was like right after Parent Trap came out. But also kids are liars, right? She had picked, well, yeah, she could have been, but she was from New Jersey. She was like, uh, Parent Trap had just come out and she was rich. I mean, it's possible. It tracks. Yeah. I just. She had pictures with her, but I don't really know other than that. I went to this, I went afterwards, I became friends with some of the girls and I went to one of the girls' houses and she lived her father was an, a, a British lawyer hmm. from Oxford, hmm. and the mother, I just remember, had teeth like you wouldn't fucking believe, just like <laughs> pearls across her mouth and like couldn't stop smiling, but yeah. in like that weird like internal scream kind of way, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, ah! So I went to her house. It was in Wellesley, Massachusetts, which is fucking rich, and they had this old stone house so much money, oh my so God. wealthy. And I just remember, I think I was going to get my eyebrow pierced or something. And the girl was like, I could never be friends with anyone who did that. Anyone mm. who got a piercing or a tattoo, I could never be their friend. Wow. And this girl was like, again, not fat, really tall. Like her dad not. was fucking 6'8". She, of course, was like six feet at yeah. 13. Yeah. And just going through it. Oh, hello. I just had like a burp. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll just cut what out all of that. What have you done? <laughs> I'm sorry. Sit I had a burp down. from inside. Sit down. You know, it's like, do you just see the holes and stuff mm-hmm. at a young age? And, and you know, and there was this great, um, well, okay, this is going to be a little, a little more deep and dark, and then we'll move on to fun, gaudy shit. But there was always, um, there was this, uh, psychiatrist who said basically when they were studying you know women with eating disorders is they all had this common trait of basically being like the kid in the emperor's new clothes Mm. of being like i see it i Mm -hmm. see all this bullshit why is no one listening to me yeah and i feel like i saw that in fat camp i totally saw that and i was just like "Mm, everything feels really weird about this like yeah. I, like you get blindsided by like the weight coming off and like people giving you so much hundred percent love and admiration. And then you're just like, oh, everyone's kind of awful. Here. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Everyone's kind of mean. I couldn't wait to leave. Yeah. Like they told us they were, they pushed on us this whole thing that like, I remember so vividly one of the nutrition classes was like, oh, <laughs> so many things. One we went to the beach. They gave us box lunches. All the food was raw. Oh. The chicken was raw, so we had no lunch. Whoa. Yeah, that's just like, that's, that's what's that happening. Works. 
And then they were like, oh, whatever, no food. Yeah. And then they're like, um, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's you're going to burn more this week. Yay. Now go swim 20 laps. Yeah. Then the other thing was um, there was uh, one of the nutrition classes. They were like, okay, kids, um, this one cup of peanuts has the same amount of fat as nine baked potatoes. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, Okay, so I'd they rather were, have nine baked potatoes. Yeah, and then they were like, <laughs> and they were like, try this Olean potato chips, and I'm oh, like, oh no, like, this makes a shit. Why are we doing this? Yeah, no, but I it's was better still than all regular into chips. That. Yeah, yeah, I was still into all that, but yeah. like not in like the Olean way. I wasn't like, let me eat chips that make me shit, but yeah. like. I was definitely still really... It took me a long time. It's hard to break it, but then I think you do get... I think there's always a voice that's just like, this isn't yeah, right. This doesn't feel good. Yeah. There was like this thing that like... At, looking back on that, you know, you had your counselors and yeah. one of our counselors was like model beautiful. Her name was yeah. Wendy. And she had like freckles and like beautiful, you know, gold spun hair. And she sounds like a real cunt. She was, no, she was awesome. But yeah. she said, I used to be fat. And I still kind of wonder like how I moved my foot. Yeah. I still kind of wonder like how fat was she actually? Like what yeah. was her real definition of fat? Yeah. You know what's funny though about all of that too was like when I think about who I bonded with at camp. Yeah. It should have been. It should have been like a for it was like a foreshadowing to the future, right? Because my best friend at Fat Camp ended up being like there weren't very many like super alternative girls there, and I was pretty yeah. alternative. I was wearing you know like plaid shorts and shit. Oh, like, you're I was, so crazy! I was so cool, oh. and like ten thousand plastic jewelry, like yeah. you know bracelets, and I wore all my necklaces at once, like Mr. T. Yeah. Um, and I dyed my hair and I wore baby barrettes in my hair. Okay. Yeah. You were, I knew who you were. Yeah. You know who I was. (laughs) I wanted to be in Orange County, but I was stuck in the suburbs of Maryland. Yeah. But, um, no. So like my closest friend ended up being this like goth girl who was actually also from, she was either from Pennsylvania or Maryland. She was like close, close enough, but too far to visit. Yeah. But she talked all about going to Hot Topic and I was like, I've never been there. What is this place? So magic. We didn't have one yet near me. So Hot Topic is, man, when you were that age, Hot Topic was like magical because it was the store that got you. Totally. It was. Except that as soon as Hot Topic opened for us, I was already like, I'm too cool for this. Hot Topic is so... (laughs) It's for posers. Hot Topic was for posers. I go to that sales section. Do you still? Yeah. Mm. They got cute underpants. Oh, okay. They cute little panties. But when Torrid opened, that changed the game. So that's like a different story. But even still, Torrid had stuff where I was like, this this shit is for posers. Yeah. But then there was other things where I was like, all right, I see you. Yeah. I say Fat Camp, not gaudy positive. Fat Camp is not gaudy positive. But There are some gaudy positive people. Her, and then there was another guy who I swear to God, like, I wish I could remember what he really looks like. I've yeah. replaced him with Andre Tally Leon, but um, <laughs> he was, like, very flamboyant. He had green hair. Yeah. And he was very fashionable. Ooh. And he and I got along super well, and he was old. He was a little bit older than me. And there were girls there who were, like, into hole. <gasps> and those girls were my queens. Oh, my They were God. a little bit older, and they little were, like... doll parts? Kind of dark. Like you know, not goth, but like sort of this like, uh, like the like the gritty punk rock girl. Yeah, 
wearing her whole shirt. And yeah, it was, I was just like, oh my God, you're so cool. It's so funny that like those girls, like those, those girls were still in the machine totally. as like everyone else was. Totally. And they smoked. They yeah. were, and they were allowed to smoke for some reason. That's fucking weird. Probably because <laughs> it kept the weight off. Honestly. Actually, they probably weren't allowed to. And it's just my memory. Don't sue me, Camp Camelot. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they were actually allowed to, but I remember they definitely figured out how to make that happen. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm sure they gave cigarettes to the counselors. (laughs) And we're sued. (laughs) Yeah, no, like they, yeah. I do remember though, one of the things that was also funny about Fat Camp was that the staff that was there was always there. It was the same people every day. Yeah. So like even the people working in the cafeteria, who I'm sure just worked for the college, were there and so it was like these young skater dudes and I was like these are my people (laughs) and I remember me and this other girl walked over to them one night because they were like out skateboarding near where we were and I was like we're gonna go talk to them I'm feeling confident (laughs) and so we went and we talked to them and I still remember the look on their faces of like why the fuck is this fat bitch over here talking to me like it was just so they were just so not into fat people at all they were really like I don't I think that they literally didn't say anything I think that they just let us talk until we left (laughs) (laughs) I think they were very much like we don't think you're cool that's how I feel like most people approach me yeah. Just let me talk until I leave. Yeah, I that yeah, relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I just do remember though. And look, I don't like their 12-year-old journey was very into it. But that's after that school shopping I got to do once I came back from Fat Camp. Oh, yeah. I was just I took photos of the outfits. Hell yeah. I was like, I'm a new girl. I got and a Fiorucci. Fio, oh, I can't ever say it out loud right cuz my Maryland accent gets in the way. Fiorucci. Fiorucci t-shirt. It was the one with the two angels on it. Uh, I still want that shirt, motherfucker. I love that it was, it had two angels and I had plaid pants. Yeah. Because I had, of course I, they were baby blue. Wow. I had red ones. Yes. No, baby blue, plaid pants and my Fiorucci. I I was like, like I walked out of a 17 magazine catalog. (laughs) Catalog magazine. (laughs) Um, I definitely walked out of a spread from them. Yeah. And I, I don't remember what shoes I was wearing, but they were probably, probably platforms. You know what? They probably were Doc Martens. Ooh. I was not that cool. I was really into it at that point. So yeah, yeah they probably were Doc Martens. But you know, that's the thing. I remember being super stoked and then I got those pants though and they like barely zipped. And yeah. I was like, I'm going to keep losing weight. So, yeah, that's weird that we both went to Camp Camelot, different locations. Yep. It's like we're two star-crossed lovers. We are two, two stars boosted. Yeah. Yeah, you heard it. <laughs> you, you heard it first. That's gaudy positive. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet is gaudy positive as hell. Right? Yeah, and that's basically what we are. Well, that, you know, it took me a while to really enjoy the, um, what was the, um, the version? Baz Luhrmann version? The new one? On what? With Leo? New as in 20 years ago. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. All right. Sure. No, Leonardo Capro's not not for me. Hmm. Not I think he's type. like a Jack Nicholson. He's got swagger. I don't like Jack Nicholson. Oh, Told well, you, Bertie. Bertie. Little Bertie. Burt Reynolds. Oh, Burt Reynolds all the way. And Elvis. Al Pacino. And Al Pacino. Oh my God, I would fuck Al Pacino so hard. Dog Day Afternoon. 
Hello. Wow. He's what started me getting into like movies. What about De Niro? No. I feel like Al Pacino's gaudy positive. I think he is in his fans real are. life, but not his, his movies aren't gaudy positive. But in real life, I think he was kind of like an artist. Really? Type. All the like opulence and stuff when he's like a gangster? Oh, are we talking about like The Godfather? Yeah, any of that. That's gaudy positive. I don't think that's gaudy positive. No? I don't get gaudy positive vibes off that All one. Right. Fine. I think maybe him and cruising. That's gaudy positive. Oh, I haven't seen cruising. Do you know what it's about? No, but uh, the name tells me. So it's obviously about some gay stuff, right? So he plays a cop, and in New York, there's a bunch of um, murders. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gay people are being murdered. That's bad. And no one wants to take the case because they're like, who cares about gay people? That's rude. But Al Pacino's a good dude, and he's like, I'm going to take the case. So he goes undercover to go infiltrate the gay scene in New York. To find the killer. Oh. And in this... I really want to see this now. He discovers that he's gay. Oh, that's so sweet. He's yeah. living his truth. Right? And there's there's the one defining scene. I remember it. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this yeah. is a very funny movie. Um, killing, not funny, but just the camp of it was he's making love to his wife or mm. girlfriend and he's really going for it, right? But we can tell he's kind of disconnected. He's, he's just, just not like, into it. He's and over. He's overdoing it. it. Yeah, like she. Yeah. Can, she's like something's wrong. And then he puts his hand against the wall for support, and on his hand is a leather-studded bracelet. What? And she looks up at it, and she knows. She never knew before that. Yeah. That's weird. He needed to find a gay murderer to mm. figure out that he was gay. He was like, "I'm a leather daddy." Yeah. Well, that's gaudy positive. Yeah, so he yeah. that movie, Cruising, very yeah. gaudy positive. You know what? Cities that are gaudy positive. New York City in the 70s. New Orleans. Definitely New Orleans. New York in the 70s. Definitely New York in the 80s, but a different kind of gaudy positive. Yes. But New Orleans all the time. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And Ybor City. Have you been there? Who what? Ybor City's in Tampa. It kind of reminds me of New Orleans because it's got that Spanish architecture. But it's like the it's like the you know the WeHo mm. area of there and the like drag shows and cool bars. I yes. love Ebor City and amazing Cuban food. Why isn't amazing about this? Let's amazing go right Cuban now. food. Oh man, you were gonna go to Tampa. <laughs> I am going to Tampa, but not a... when you were supposed to because of hurricanes. Yeah, hurricanes look... are not gaudy positive. They make a mess and it's a hot mess, but it's not a hot mess. <laughs> it's just physically a hot mess. Yeah. Hurricanes, you are not gaudy positive. Get no. out of here. Get the fuck out. There was, a, this is a weird thing, but I just was reminded of, I was uh, watching a YouTube video and something for cool sculpting came on. Oh. And this girl was like, hi everyone. I'm just here to tell you how much I loved cool sculpting because I had the pooch. Everyone knows oh it. Oh my God. Everyone hates it. And oh I was my just God. like, oh. The funny part about cool sculpting that nobody talks about is the fact that it only takes off like a half a pound or something like that. True. It's also, really not. you're freezing. You're like you're. You can cause such bad skin damage Ooh. because it's freezing and so it's sexy. You can kill your cells. I mean, you know, it's so. I'm just kidding. That sounds terrible. We're gonna we're we're gonna dedicate a whole episode to all the crazy shit people do. I can't wait till somebody is like, you know what? I'm gonna do budget cool sculpting and just go outside during <laughs> just a, lay in the snow. Yeah, I'm cool hey, everyone, sculpting. I'm cool sculpting. <laughs> it's gonna happen. You know it is. There's right. cement injections for butts. Okay. I'm gonna say that if if you this is because this is our uh, first episode, we 
are going to be talking a lot about inclusive designers. Yep. You know, minority designers, ethical designers. Yep. Which you're all about. And I'm all about all ethical about design. I get real... All my activist comes out in yeah. a hardcore way when we're talking about ethical fashion. Yeah. So if you're into that stuff, you found the right podcast. If you're Hell into yeah. activism, fat activism, you found the right podcast. If you're into me talking about biting off wieners like a horse. <laughs> like a horse? Do horses best. bite wieners? You seen them bite a carrot? They got big teeth. It's true. Those so are, do I. Have you those seen are some these? mega chompers. Have you seen these two horse teeth? Oh, my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Oh, my dad gave me those teeth. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> um, yeah, if you're into that shit, you should listen to this podcast. You should subscribe to it and all the yeah. other things that every podcast tells you leave to do. A, leave a, a thing. Yeah. I'll give you my PayPal if you just want to, like, give me some money for (laughs) no reason. Love it. Just because I'm cute. You are cute. My voice is cute. You do. Actually, it's not that it's a cute voice. It's that it's kind of like I should be selling you tech products. I do hear it. Like, you should give me a Squarespace tutorial right now. Yeah, yeah. So, like, go up to the top right-hand corner of the page and click the X. Oh, my God. Yeah. (gasps) That's really good. I know. I have a... Sexy gravel voice. Yeah, you do. That's getting sweaty. All right. Oh, sweaty voice. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Watch the Emmys and give me likes on Instagram. Woo! <laughs> Bye.